Hello, everyone. Welcome to this second installment of the JKL Podcast Nuggets. Let's get right into it. It's just me here. No intro music, no intro remarks. Right to the subject matter. Today, this morning, I went out and practiced discus like I do most mornings. And without a doubt, uh, without any, without any doubt, it's very plain and simple. I flat out lost today. I lost the day. Today I'm a loser, and actually I'm I'm no stranger to losing, and I am in no fear of losing. But today I might have you know today's loss might have been the first time I in a while that I lost the way that I did. I was out there for several hours today, um, determined to hit a certain mark. Not one of my best marks, but a good mark, especially considering that I'm recovering from injury. Uh, I'm healed up, but uh, the strength is not quite there. I'm still trying to get back to where I was. And today was one of those days, one of those mornings where you grit your teeth, you look at the ground, you stop and you say, you know what? Today's the day. Today's when I'm going to, today's when I'm going to do it. Every once in a while, you need to have those days where you just, despite how tired you are, despite how crank you are, despite how you're not feeling it, you just decide to, through the true grit and determination, that you're going to achieve something. You're going to achieve what you what you want, and you're going to try to go over conventional wisdom, uh, try to defy the odds. You know, bad, you might try to defy the odds such as bad conditions, feeling weak, not having slept much. You really want to quote unquote dig deep in and achieve. And today I told myself, as I was out there in the hot sun, the hot, thick air of Houston, I told myself, I'm going to either achieve this distance or I'm going to collapse on the ground. And I really meant it. I really meant it. And after hours of doing that, getting close to the mark, but not going over, I didn't find it in my body at all to continue. So not only did I not throw as far as I wanted to, I also quit on the on the idea that I might collapse in the sun before before I quit. And that didn't happen. And I, I sat I sat down by the ring, looking down, sweat just flying to the ground like Niagara Falls, honestly. I hadn't sweat that much in my life, but the 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 overwhelming sense of defeat just overcame me on many levels and it's so significant that you you start to realize that there's a joy somewhere in there to be had when i literally knew that i had truly bared my soul trying to achieve a goal that day and to to be defeated by the goal and to know that i was defeated and to find comfort and strength in knowing that sometimes you're going to literally give it just about everything and you're going to lose the disappointment was so significant when you truly realize you didn't have it in you to throw further despite all the the heart and the passion you were putting forth. I mean, it's one thing to run out of juice, but keep pushing forward. Maybe you're trying to swim or 
you're jogging or something like that and you're trying to make a certain distance, but throwing is different. You know, I, I could throw till I pass out, but how far will I be throwing the whole time? And just to feel that disappointment, to know that you didn't have it in you and you lost. There's a piece that comes out of that. When you realize you, you're, you're falling short despite your best efforts at the moment. And there's an excitement that grows from that when you realize, wait, there's, a, there's, a, there's an opportunity for growth here. There's the path to becoming better is, be, is becoming more clear. Because of this failure. So in that defeat, in that loss, came a poetic, a poetic resurrection. As I got up off my butt to go pick up my discus, put them on my bag, and walk home, uh, walked to my car. Drove, uh, actually I drove to the CVS, got a coconut water because I was severely dehydrated. <laughs> and I got to my apartment's. Gave my dog a few pets, turned my microphone on, and here I am right now. Desperately in need of a shower, but I wanted to get this idea down uh, down on recording before I did anything else. I want to share these thoughts. Uh, usually after I throw, I get a lot of thoughts. And usually the, the thoughts start flying after a good session. When I'm not suffering a loss. When I'm, when I'm wallowing in the pool of victory. Sometimes I jot those thoughts down. Sometimes I'll even blog those thoughts as I have in the past. Uh, this is my first thought about throwing on this podcast. And I've, it, it only seems right to broadcast this failure I've had. In this extreme failure I felt, the emotions came full circle. When you realize, there's, there's some peace in knowing that you failed, but literally... You've given everything you had, short of you know collapsing and dying. And there's there's a peace that overcomes you when you when you decide to finally hang it up for the day, and you 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 have the security within you that you know that this failure is only today, and tomorrow's a different day, or next week's a different week, next month's a different month. You know, uh, I've had several practices where I didn't throw as far as I wanted to, but it was okay because, uh, you know, I've been recovering from injury and, you know, my expectations were very low, have been very low, and I've been just making sure that I get through the workouts. And today was the first day I thought to myself, you know, I'm just going to dig deep. I'm going to be that, that gritty athlete who's just going to achieve no matter what. And I was, I was puffing my chest out. I was yelling. I was cursing. I was talking to myself like a madman. And I threw 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 some more and failure. Failure. It was a very interesting feeling. Looking down at the ground in that hot sun beating down my back. Every once in a while the wind would gust and I'd feel this this amazing uh, sense of peace and relief. And every once in a while a cloud would cover the sun and I would feel this overwhelming relaxation and my thoughts would shift and I realize it's for those moments that I'm willing to fail and fail and fail and fail and not just fail but lose lose completely 
because it makes the victories, however grand or mild, it makes the victories seem ever so sweet. And that's what it's all about. When I started throwing again, uh, as all of you may know by now, some of you don't, I don't know, but I threw until the age of 23, I quit, and then 10 years later, I decided to throw the discus again. I had no intention when I threw again. I had no intention of being somebody who could win a track meet. I had no intention of even, even coming close to what I was when I was in my early 20s. What I wanted to do was use the discus to, to confront myself as a person, to see if I can pursue excellence at something, no matter the outcome. I don't, I don't know what the future holds. <laughs> Who does? Right? You only have an idea, you only have uh, aspirations, you only have hopes. But the reason why I decided to throw discus again and I was pretty much convinced that I wouldn't throw as far as I used to. I wanted to throw and I wanted to be in the, the exercise in the mode of bettering myself a centimeter at a time. I want to throw and when that disc is in the air, I knew that if I watched that discus fly, I would see a reflection of myself. Honestly, how the disc spins, how it flies, does it go too high, does it go straight, does it go straight into the ground? Does it cut through the air? Does it land softly or does it flip upside down? Whatever that disc does, that disc, it was the feedback. It was my mirror every time I threw. And if I threw poorly, it told me I needed to improve. And then when I threw beautifully, I could enjoy the improvement. And it was right there in front of me. So today, to see me put all of my might into something and to fail... What did it show me? It showed me that, you know, knowing that I'm still going to throw tomorrow. I'm still uh, delighted to throw tomorrow after many failures, especially today. There's a peace that comes over me when I think about that, that no matter what, I'm going to keep throwing. And I promise all of you today, if if whatever force in the universe took away from me my ability to be a a top-level thrower or a, a good thrower, maybe take away my ability to throw with two feet or two legs or two arms, whatever it is, I'm still going to throw. I'm going to throw something. And there's a peace that overcomes you when, you when you know that about yourself. There's a peace that overcomes you when you realize you're doing something when I realize I'm doing something so damn important to me that it's not going to matter, you know, on the surface and in a material world or quantifiably so, it's not going to matter what the future holds. When you just know that in that moment you are doing something that is so damn important to you and you feel like yourself and every time you breathe and every time you exhale and you think about the throwing, you know that you're living, you're living from a very important part of yourself and that the better that this gets, everything else gets better in your life. The, the security in knowing that, it, it makes me tremble at times 
to to know that clearly something about myself. So what is this all about? You know, why am I sharing this story? Well, first of all, you know, these are the kind of thoughts I, I usually have when I'm driving home from throwing. And uh, I thought this time I would just share out loud, broadcast this idea. And I'm honestly, I'm not in the mindset here of giving advice. I'm in the mindset of sharing, just thinking out loud. And I'm sure many of you can identify with me here. And I don't want to give advice, but I do want to encourage my friends, anybody that might be listening to this. Uh, Maybe you're already um, in an activity or in a pursuit that you find deeply profound in your own life to yourself. Uh, I've got a friend right now who's training for his first marathon, and I think that's wonderful. Um. I, I just cannot emphasize enough that we need to shamelessly pursue things that that we're curious about. We need to shamelessly be enthusiastic about things that excite us. Whether it be throwing discus or running marathons or learning to do origami. Even if we're not a professional, even if we don't get quote-unquote good at it, I'm just finding that it's so humanely, basically important to find modes of expression so that when we express, we can really get in touch with ourselves down deep. We can see what we're putting out and we can see how to improve and what's an improvement or what's better changes over time. And this is all another beautiful element of the human experience, the crazy, varied unpredictable human experience. And then when it's all done, we're done. We're gone. So uh, thanks a lot for spending some time here, letting me talk in your ear. Um, I'm wrapping up editing my recent interview with Mr. Lance Laster, trombonist and extraordinaire of MBA knowledge and uh, just a smart dude. Stay tuned for that. And thank you very much to my sponsors, RC Health Services and Activated Muscles. You can check out RC Health Services at rchealthservices.com and Activated Muscles at activatedmuscles.com. Simple enough, right? So we'll talk to you later. I'm going to rehydrate here some more. Going to eat some steak. Going to bask in my failure so that I may go forward from tomorrow onwards looking to patiently await for those moments of victory. Those moments of sweet, poetic victory. And maybe I'll give you another nugget then. (laughs) Until then, thank you very, very much.